Welcome to Playing Yourself, The Rhetoric of Games, a podcast series produced by students in David Morgan's Play, Make, Write, Think class at Emory University. If, as Bernard Suit says, a game is the voluntary attempt to overcome unnecessary obstacles, then why do games continue to captivate our time, attention, and disposable income? In each episode, we choose one game to play with a critical eye, analyzing its rhetorical situation, the sorts of obstacles it creates, the types of decisions players make in playing, the values or ways of thinking the game encourages, and the impact the game has. We'll pay attention to the medium of games, as well as their messages. And ultimately, we come to the question, when playing a game, are you playing the game, or are you playing yourself? Hey! Hey! Welcome to this week's Playing Yourself, the rhetoric of game. I'm the main producer, Soyam, aka Jenny, and... And I'm the assistant producer, Cam, aka Bad Bossy. So, last time we talked about the game of life, and this week we're gonna talk about the most popular party game. Can you guess what it is, Cam? No, actually, what, what are we talking about this week? Cards Against Humanity. Oh, alright! Okay, so what exactly is Cards Against Humanity? So, according to the official website, CardsAgainstHumanity.com, Cards Against Humanity is a party game for horrible people. Unlike most of the party games you've played before, Cards Against Humanity is as despicable and awkward as you and your friends. Lastly, the judge will pick who made the funniest sentence, and that person would get the point. So, like, have you ever played Cards Against Humanity? If so, what is it like, and is it super serious, or like, how do the rules work? So, I only played once, but then when I was playing with my friends last time, I personally thought that this game is not really about winning, but just to have fun in the party. When I played... Before, we didn't really care about who was winning, but all we cared about was playing the game and enjoying at the moment. So, like, how do the rules work? Like, is the game flexible? Like, is it more so up to the player? Are there, like, specific rules you have to follow? Like, what's up with it? The game is pretty simple. Like, each round, one player asks a question from a black card, and everyone else answers with their funniest white card. So the each player has like about like three to four white cards and then they just choose it from there. And the game is pretty flexible. There is a rule book, but most of the time it can be altered with the many house rules. I think one time I saw someone playing this game and they were like trading cards in between rounds. That's pretty interesting. So it's more of so like a people game. Yeah. Than, which mm-hmm. that's cool. So, like, why are people attracted to this game? It seems pretty simple to me. I mean, like, according to the rulebook, you can, like, play up to, like, 20-plus people, which is pretty a lot, like, compared to other board games. And I just think that, like, you can say whatever. Like, it is supposed to be, like, that a pretty, a, yeah, offensive, like, game. You can just say, like, some dirty jokes. Like, that's just... Part of the games, so I think that's why people are attracted to this game. Yeah, it kind of just kind of allows you to say like whatever you want in a way mm-hmm. without like getting in trouble because it's supposed to be funny. It's like, like what is it? Vulgar humor. I think, I remember that. It's like vulgar humor, like adult kind of things, which is cool. Actually, you know what? Like this kind of reminds me of like that game we played in English. Like, 
Like, do you know the one I'm talking about? It's like the, like, the... Yeah, yeah, the fiasco, right? <gasps> yes, yeah. fiasco. Okay, yeah, it doesn't really remind me of fiasco. Like, I don't know if you thought the same thing. I did. Yeah, like, it's like, Cars Against Humanity, it's pretty short, but you're telling, like, a story. Like, it's a one sentence, so. Yeah, and I know on fiasco, stories were, like, a big thing. Yeah. But yeah. for those that don't know what fiasco is, can you, like, explain that? So, Fiasco, it's like a storytelling game, but I mean, like, it's like an actual, like, five to ten minute story game. Yeah, true. Yeah. Last time when I played, it took, like, about two hours, like, two and a half hours. Oh, yeah, it took us a long time, too, to finally get through the game, but mm -hmm. it was really fun. So, basically, you have to pick a setting first. Like, I think we chose, like, a southern, like, town or something, mm -hmm. and then... Like, you have to pick up relationship, items, and some more, like, detailed stuff. And then from there, you have to create a story, like, using those, like, items. I think, like, the big difference between this game and Fiasco has to be, like, with Fiasco, you have to consistently keep a story. Like, there's always something happening. Yeah. And, like, it's where the story is also based off of everybody that's in the group. But I think Cards Against Humanity is kind of, like, on its own. Even though they both are, like, a you-pick-you-choose kind of situation, I think it kind of works for both types of games that they are. I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of the same, but it's also kind of different. I feel like I feel like Cards Against Humanity is more so individual, but it's also a lot more vulgar. I feel like with Fiasco, you can choose whether you want to play nice or you want to play dirty or like however you yeah. want the game to go, which is cool. So we've talked a lot about what the game is basic, like what it basically revolves around. But what are like some pros that you've seen in the game? So um, as I said before, this is like a party game and like it's like a social game and it could be an icebreaker that's like, true too mm -hmm. it's like really funny and like it's humorous everything's just about like funny <laughs> and yeah like that's kind of the goal of the game is to be kind of funny but it's also great because i think it's more so individually based like you don't really have to worry about what other people think like you can pick what card you want to pick which even though there is like a quote-unquote judge, it does kind of work for like it to just be based around what, whatever you want it to be. What, how funny you want it to be, how nasty, how mean, like it doesn't matter. Definitely, yeah. And then like you get to know like what people think and like what kind of like humor sense they have in this game while you're playing. And like last time when I was playing this game with other people, like you like, I didn't know that person can make jokes like that. Like, I never expected it. Wait, who did you play with? Like, was it, like, a group of friends? Yeah, it was a group of friends. And then, like, this person, she was really shy. And, like, she wouldn't, like, just say anything. Like, she was mm -hmm. really nice. But then when we started playing this game, she I didn't even know that she would know those jokes. LOL. Like, so she just yeah. kind of, like, burst out of her show. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, you really do get to know people who like playing games like this and stuff. I think it's really cool. Like, especially because it is such a big group-based game. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that offers a lot of range in terms of, like, what you can say, what you can't say. But it also really does allow you to, like, you can make a bunch of risky jokes that you probably definitely could not say anywhere else. Like, you, you can't. Like, some stuff you just can't bring up yeah. outside of that game. It's just, like, a safe zone to say anything. Yeah, I think that's good. Like, I feel like safe 
safe spaces are great. Like they're always a, they're always a fun time. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about the cons and everything. Well, Jesus. Okay, we've talked a lot about the pros in this game. But like, what are some what are some cons that you found? that or like things that could be changed or altered in the game to make it better so it does have a lot of like dirty jokes and this could definitely make some people feel uncomfortable yeah that's very true because i remember one time when i played it with my friends and stuff um there was like a police brutality card mm -hmm. so just cards like that might rub people the wrong way like i definitely get what you're saying because it is very easy to do that yeah i mean like some cards like like sex or like racial jokes like political jokes those can like make some people come comfortable a lot of people honestly yeah and like not everybody has the same humor yeah def definitely not because some people like some people have more crash jokes i feel like than what is well what i would consider necessary but i feel like what a lot of people would be like wow like you really said that so i think sometimes like in that way the game can get out of hand i don't know if you felt differently no, I did feel the same when I was playing this game. Definitely felt, like, sometimes I felt really uncomfortable. But then, I mean, like, I was playing this game, and I just, like, agreed to play this game. I knew about this game, so I just, like, played along. Yeah. And, like, I mean, like, when I, I feel like when you decide to play this game with your friends, you already, like, agree to listen and, like, say some dirty jokes and offensive jokes. I think it's just, like, a part of the game. That's true. Well, like... Considering you say it is a part of the game, and, like, I know we discussed that the game is very individualized. Do you think, like, can you really judge people and their decision-making skills based off of this game? I personally think no, because I think, like, when they're saying those kind of stuff, they're just saying it because they're playing the game. That is true, but it does, like, to me, I feel like it kind of shows where people's heads are at, like, where their mindset is. Which is very important. I feel like a lot of times you can you can kind of like, especially with the cards given. Granted, they're like just a card or dope, like in a literal sense, not really <laughs> metaphorical. So, like, I get what you're saying because really you do agree to play this game. Like, you kind of set yourself up for it in a way. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you felt differently. So, yeah, I definitely agree with you. And I guess, like, you have to be careful who are you playing with. Yeah, that's very true. It does definitely depend on who you decide to play the game with. That influences a lot. Well, this definitely was an interesting conversation. It opened a lot for me about the game. And it just shows like morality can be shown through these different games, especially in, in games like Cards Against Humanity, where it's more based on choice. Yeah, this was a great conversation and introduction to the Cars Against Humanity. So, well, I guess that's all we have for now. This is Jenny and... And this is Bad Boss C signing off. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening, listening to our, our podcast! podcast.